I made it. I made it. I'm back. Oh wait, you guys didn't know, don't know that I went anywhere at all, do you? Well, it was, it was, it was, it was dangerous, and there were trolls, and no, wait, there's not even a snowstorm. You know, it's 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 really kind of humbling if to get over the mountain on the most beautiful day of the year, right at the beginning of August. You have to be talked down off of it by your friends. <laughs> we are here on the top of the mountain of the internet, and we're going to take you over the over to the other side. Welcome to the Mosaic Arc. Oh, no, I made it. I made it. I made it. I made it for real. <laughs> Welcome back. Can, you can ask me where I went. <laughs> Where'd you go? Well, you know, I brag all the time about driving all the way down to New Mexico. Well, there's this state just north of New Mexico. It's got bigger mm -hmm. mountains. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I got pictures. I I'll show know. you. I'll start with the pictures here. Okay, so we have okay. the bear. The bear. She's ready, right? She's so I, the, the occasion was I have relatives in Colorado too, and we were going to meet for a memorial for my dad's sister, whom I miss very much. I was crying earlier today because we got the photos from the par the family event, and I, anyway. I needed to be there, right? And so I, I'm, I'm going to go and I stay with friends. Hi, friends. Um, halfway between the airport with the devil horse. And, you know, Denver has the devil horse, right? Oh, yeah, the Illuminati airport. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, the devil horse. So, you know, it's blue and it's and so, okay, we go land in the airport with the devil horse, drive over the mountains to friends, and then go from friends' house. It's like there's these layers of, mountains in Colorado. There's not just one range, mm -hmm. right? They're, they're like stacked up and like bigger and bigger, bigger. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, so I go and I'm like prepping to, to go on this trip and my friends, Mel, hi Mel. Um, if, if you, if you, pro if you follow our video editor properly, you know, <clears throat> she knows mountains. She's going to be a feature in this story tonight. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I forgot what I was thinking about because I have no, I have no like 
narrative. <laughs> the altitude's oh, got you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Do you know how much my sinuses hurt when I'm at that altitude? You know how high it is? Denver, Denver, mile high city, right? Seems low at the moment because it's only a mile high. We went up to two miles high between being in Denver and, <laughs> and, and going up to the mountain. Um, anyway, so my Mel had warned me that, you know, it's already snowed. <laughs> In these mountains, it's September, right? It's actually already snowed on one of the passes that I was told was appropriate to go over. So when I show up in Denver, going past the Devil Horse, to rent the car that you see me in here, this is my avatar, right? The bear who's going to go over the mountain twice. Oh my gosh. Um, I, I, I'm like, I'll just throw money at this problem, get the SUV, all-wheel drive, the, uh, the 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 clerk at the the Hertz was pretty impressed when I you know was like yes I get this car and she's like oh you get to pick that fancy expensive one and I'm like yes because it's got to be big and like got all the wheels that I need to get on this mountain <laughs> which had no snow by the time the I got to the mountain <laughs> so there I are I'm gonna go over the mountain <laughs> so okay so you've rented a tank. Mm -hmm. You rented the tank. Which was my first mistake. I, I So, no, I never <laughs> rent cars, right? If I fly somewhere, I get in a taxi, and it takes me places. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not Uber, because they, like, drove all the taxis out of business, right? If I fly somewhere, I get in mm -hmm. a taxi. So this was already adventure for me. <laughs> so you haven't driven up at this altitude before? Uh, so we did, um, a decade ago, uh, the bear, mm -hmm. this bear that you see in the picture, um, yes. has been over these mountains before. She's such an ancient bear by now, um, reminding all of the unauthorized TV bears that fencing bear has been around for a very long time. And back in 2012, the summer nationals for fencing was out in Anaheim, California, and my husband very, very sweetly said, we'll drive <laughs> from Chicago to Anaheim. It's basically the, uh, you know, the, you ever see National Lampoon's Vacation? Yes. Yeah, same route. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> from Chicago to Anaheim. I, I, I think in the movie they go via Arizona. We did that part on the way back, right? Um, and mm -hmm. uh, so different dog. The dog went and we, that we therefore we had to drive from Chicago to Anaheim and we went along part of the road that I did on this this weekend trip so I'm like this is this is fine I remember it it was nice and wide when you go out of Denver right it's like nice and wide over the mm -hmm. over the mountain nice and wide but the problem was I I'm I, as <clears throat> my friend Mr. Yiannopoulos knows ladies aren't the greatest drivers and this lady, this lady, you, you see my hair? You see see what an old lady I am? I've driven like this my whole life. I got, I got my driver's license in Texas, right, when I was 15, okay? That was a long time ago. I basically driven like an old lady my whole life. I remember well to how I drove like an old lady. Because I've slid cars off the road at least once in North Texas. Before this trip that I'm describing going to Anaheim, right? That was bad. You're not doing you're not doing our sex any justice or hey! any positive publicity. They already want to take our driver's licenses away from us. I I want I want 
for example, my brother driving me over these passes, not me, right? I'd be perfectly happy to have a man with experience. And my brother, so when my brother learned to drive, I don't know if he got his driver's license as young as I did, but he he was very practical because we you know grew up in Amarillo. It snows there. It gets blizzards there. It gets ice there. I, I don't think I slid a car off the road when I was in high school. I have since. But his, his approach to this was it snows and you get ice. You take the car to the, the school parking lot and you practice doing donuts. So you know how to get out of this situation. <laughs> I didn't. I did. I should have done that. That's like one. Well, we don't have ice here. So we can't practice driving in blizzards and snow and ice. Unless we go somewhere. I've, I've seen, so in one of the Miss Fishers, they, they go skiing. Yeah. They, they go up from Miss Fisher set in Melbourne, right? Which, I, I, you know Miss Fisher, right? No, sorry. I... You don't? Wombats. Wombats. So Miss, Miss Fisher is set in Melbourne. Maybe you don't know Melbourne very well. In, <laughs> in the twenties, <20s? laughs> right? So they use. Yeah. My goodness, my goodness, really woman! Loud. You have possum that lived in the air conditioning. No, 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 no! <laughs> you have seen Rake, right? You know Rake. Oh yeah, the detective show. He's a barrister. He's not a detective. I don't think oh, I don't yeah, think you yeah, know yeah. your own Sorry, yes, yes, your yes, own yes, yes. television shows perfectly well. No, I don't. I don't watch. I, I don't watch them. <laughs> I'm going to have to educate have, you on have... Australian television. <laughs> <laughs> you will need to because people are people. They already think I'm not really from. <laughs> I, I, I'm finding out this may be true. I'm failing. <laughs> My in-depth knowledge. No, there's snow. Of course, there's snow near Melbourne, uh, down south in the uh, Victorian high country. Yes, they can ski. Okay, okay. But it's surrounded by outback. It's not like you're driving along snowy roads and icy conditions. You're you're in still like Australian outback, and then all of a sudden there's a mountain with snow on top of it. This sounds this sounds civilized. I so think. <laughs> You go so in the Miss Fisher episodes. So I, I I got very enamored of Miss Fisher one because she gets to dress like in the nineteen twenties. So she has really great fashions and um, she's she's a liberated woman. I'm not sure we approve of this, right? She has. Hello. You're you've muted yourself. Yes, you have. You punched a button and you've muted yourself. What did you do? I can't hear you. Speak. I'm, I'm hearing something. Hello. Now, yes, you're back. You're so, you're, 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 your tech is so embarrassed that you haven't watched Miss Fisher. Yeah. <laughs> the microphone is shut down. It's not working. Uh, this is literally the two things. No, wait, I know Crocodile Dundee and Rake and Miss Fisher. <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> oh, and Quigley Down Under. And, and Bill Bryson's no, novels. Okay. No, it's all lies because Australia is just, it's none of it. It's just propaganda. 
it <laughs> might be the country exists <laughs> <laughs> it could be it could be fame and fable i mean i've been to sydney and i saw you know the bridge and, and the opera house and things like that, but it, mm -hmm. I'm not sure. Anyway, so now the point of Miss Fisher, one, that she's a, a 1920s liberated woman and she's got her little gun and everything. And she's oh, yeah. an amateur detective and the detective that she mm -hmm. sort of assists is pretty handsome and a, and a bike, biker apparently in real life. This fe this may feature mm -hmm. in, my, in my narrative by now because apparently, well, no, bikers feature in my story in, about Colorado. <laughs> Happily, mm -hmm. happily, you know, they, I, I stayed away from hitting any of them on the road because that, that suddenly there are all these mountain bikers who apparently ride at that level, right? Do Anyways, you mean motorcycles or cyclists? Cyclists. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Appa apparently, no. they're 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 people who go up two miles in the mountains and and ride around on bikes, literally mountain bikes. Have, have we totally lost the thread by now? <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm lost on a mountain. <laughs> this is this is where you should be, which is right, where I was <laughs> this weekend. Which, but we're do, so, we're doing a lot of good cultural coverage here. So one of the th interesting thing about Miss Fisher is they did do a number of episodes. I mean, one of them, interestingly, was about a German um, uh, vineyard who loses some of its people during World War One. Um, and, and there's, there's mystery about, about what's going on with that family. So possibly we could, I'll get you to watch Miss Fisher and then we can do a, 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 a cultural breakdown of okay. Australia in the twenties. <laughs> anyway, the in one of the episodes. It would have been a 19 year old, a 19 year old country at that point. Yeah. Interesting. In one of them, they go for, for a ski holiday. So I know you have skiing in there. Because okay. it was in the yeah, television show. Yeah, but hardly show. anybody skis. So if they were going for a ski holiday in the twenties, they would have been wealthy. And yeah, that's kind of the point. They're in like a um, lodge. Yeah, Australians don't didn't really ski much until like uh, my generation. We're beach people. Beach. Beach. Not mountain. Yeah, beach. <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> we have the uh go ahead <clears throat> no i was just thinking it's a it's it's like a kind of running joke that uh you know certain certain nationalities have never represented at the winter olympics and australia barely was for a long time <laughs> <laughs> just spent all our time at the swimming pool and at the beach just sitting around and <laughs> occasionally going into the pool and decided to do the Olympics. Um, yeah, okay, so they're skiing. Yeah, but you've got to understand, there's like nothing around those few little snow-capped mountains in Australia. There's no snow. I Just I, on the mountains. Only, yeah. Okay. It's just on the top, yeah. So the, the Colorado is the opposite. <laughs> <It's not> <laughs> Colorado's <laughs> all snow. <laughs> well, no, so it's, there's, the, there's the front of the, the range where denver is right the is it the front range mel you're gonna have to tell me this oh mel mel is starting to 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 say bill bryson is such a phony i wish i could be famous for not finishing the trail i'm talking about <laughs> this is yes that he um that he wrote the book about the appalachian trail and, and didn't finish walking it that's okay and the appalachian barely summit above tree like so that's way below two miles high okay oh but mel says there are aussie bikers in colorado so 
we, we could get the actor who does Miss Fisher there in Colorado. Um, okay, whatever that the range of mountains in, in, in front of Denver is, please tell me, Mel. Um, frontage, front range, front range. Okay, so front range is there. And going up, if you're flying in from the east and you're getting to the front range, it's flat, 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 flat range. Right? Okay. And, and Denver sits right on the, the flat in front of the range and so there's just this line right and it is it is when we did the drive 10 years ago it, it is very striking it's it's plains it's high plains flat 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 and then the the, the mountains just go straight up from nothing yeah. it's 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 really very beautiful i mean it I, I i don't fly through denver that often apparently everybody else in the world does because it's like huge huge airport and hub but it, and it also gets snow, but it's it's really gorgeous, um, and you can sort of feel all of the westerns you get like yearning to, to aim at that mm. that particular range. Um, That's the landscape they want. This it's a South Park landscape. Somewhat, yes. Yeah. So it's like flat range, uh, which is it. it yeah. And it, but it feels very different. New Mexico is just a bit further south, and the mountains are not the same there. They're much like gentler. Um, and mm -hmm. the, the thing that I noticed, uh, between what I know about New Mexico and what w was in the part of Colorado that I was in this weekend is New Mexico, we've, we've talked about this before, is very much, it's the, the old native settlements. So the Pueblos and the, and the Navajo who, who are, the Pueblo is obviously Spanish, but the, 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 the tribes that were there living in towns or the Navajo living in their, their, um, farms and such, um, are there where they've been and there's also Spanish towns and stuff. It feels very like old and settled. The parts yes. of Colorado I was driving around this weekend, it's all mining. Aha. Uh -huh. uh -huh. Yeah. I thought you'd like that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and so it's like, it, there's, there's towns, but the towns are all from the 19th century. It's straight up. I mean, I don't know if it was silver mines, the, the big mine, um, one of the big mines that I drove past is molybdium, moly, right? Mm -hmm. So it's for, I guess, like electronics, precious metal stuff. Mm. And they're just, and they're so just they're scratching, scratching around for circuit board parts. Eee. Yeah, right. And taking off the tops <laughs> of the mountains, right? It's just like, t -t 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 -t. I, I'm driving past mm -hmm. the moly mine and could see on the, I'm losing thread. Like we're still in the car with the, with the bear, but, um, you could see the one of those big mining rigs on the top and we are going to get to the part where i'm terrified but at this point i was just like oh look that's enormous wow it looks small on the top of that ridge <laughs> these mountains are so high and that mining thing is so big and your your feeling mm -hmm. of just being out of proportion on everything is mm -hmm. intense yeah it's a little bit like being on the internet <laughs> this is i mean if we're speaking through all of this electronic stuff right yeah, yeah. we're in the mountains yeah. right now it's been all mm -hmm. mined off the top of those to give us our conversation right now we're inside mm. <laughs> we're in minecraft mm. yeah <laughs> in a very real sense <laughs> so trippy i'm gonna leave you tripping on that for a second yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. No, it, and so well, me, Melody... pieces of the planet are we inside at the moment? We're on top of a two-mile-high mountain. Mm. At least two miles. Three miles high. Mile is 5,280 feet, which is what Denver is. And the parts of Colorado I was in this weekend, 10,000 feet. The mountains that you can see, though, are at 14,000 mm. feet. I don't... The Molly Mine is maybe at 12, mm. right? So they're they're several miles up. And that's what we're in. I don't think we have anything comparable to this in Australia. In terms of height? Yep. Yeah. Well, I'm used to, in New Mexico, the highest, like, the highest we're in when we're visiting is at 9,000. And that's at a ski resort height. And mm. Santa Fe, where, where I've been staying, is more at seven, I think. It feels mm. a lot different to be that much higher. So what's the feeling like physically? Can you can you tell? Could you tell as soon as you were in Colorado? Okay, so I land in I land in Denver and then I have to get the car which Fencing Bear is sitting in here. And it needed to be mm -hmm. it needed to um to go into the mountains when you rent, they do want to make sure that you're able to like get into the mountains with the car that you're renting and and so, you know, we've got the SUV. Um it it like I don't change cars that often and I you know, I realize my you know, insofar as I'm a, I'm a, a, you know, relatively safe driver, I'm aware of the size of the car that I'm in. And the problem was the one that I rented, I was thinking I was getting a one that was about the size of my own car. It was a bit bigger. So I was already mm -hmm. feeling kind of not sure how much space my car was taking up. And then driving immediately from Denver, you go just straight up straight up the side of the mountain into on the interstate, which I remember talking about mining there, right? I remembered when we drove through 10 years ago, I was, I don't know, giddy with the, 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 the sort of feeling of like, why is this road so wide? It didn't feel as wide mm -hmm. this time. I'm not sure why, but um, maybe we went up a different road. I'm not sure. Uh, there's mining there. There's also reasons for these roads to be really big and it's not because of the traffic. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's would it be military? Aha. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. And I and now I'm a little confused about what road I'm remembering from the previous time, but it's like big wide roads that you could drive, I don't know, rockets down. <laughs> mm. Do you think you're you don't imagine you you go to Colorado and you're going into this pristine wilderness? It's this very mm. complicated dynamic of we're here because of our military installations. We're here because of this mining that they're taking off the top of the rocks. We're here because of these extreme sports. We're here because of money, for sure. It's like you're talking about mm -hmm. the the Miss Fisher characters if they were skiing at that point. New Mexico is where the ordinary Texans go to ski. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> The ordinary Texans. <laughs> Maybe you drive over Such some that car, right? Good, good. There are good, some good slopes and stuff there, right? You may have heard of the the resorts that are out there in Colorado, like Vale, which we did stop at. It's right off the freeway. It looks like a little alpine town. It, it, okay. It's hilarious, right? It's like very, New Mexico is very Pueblo and, you know, um, 
I say mobile homes are feature in, a, in the regions a lot, right? It's it's it's, it's rustic, it's sort of, <laughs> right? I mean, it's you know, it's got money from the labs and things like that, which is why my my family was there. Right? We talked about the atomic, the yes. atomic setup in in Los Alamos, right? Th- that even in you know Colorado, they're always saying you know it's like oh all these people they come they only come for the you know the holidays and the skiing and stuff. It's like yeah, because they're money. <laughs> <laughs> and mm-hmm. these mansion, you know, cabins that they, they build in, for example, in the town that I went to for the party, right? Um, but then Ye- Vale is there and it's all um, like alpine shops in the mm-hmm. little ski village, right? It, 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 it was hilarious. I'd never seen anything like it when we drove through. Um, places like Aspen where they have, I don't know, famous meetings where people talk to people with lots of money that like, for example, Jordan <laughs> Peterson did once. Oh, was he, uh, well, he, 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 I mean, (laughs) who was he talking to? (laughs) Barry Wise. I did a little blog post on that particular interview where, where the rocket mountain, (laughs) he was, he was being compared to, I don't know, Milo. Um, and Uh I know that she tricked him into saying Milo's racist at, at some point. Um, and 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 his his his, okay. his description oh yeah you know yeah when he was like climbing yeah yeah i now i remember right that mm-hmm. was an aspen mm-hmm. money um and he mentioned that you know he at some point that he'd never been taught he'd never been in front of an audience at that point with so much money <laughs> things not to say when you're in a rocket mountain <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've never been, I've, I've seen Vail. I've never been to Aspen. I don't know what it's like. I assume it's beautiful because mm. the valleys that I drove through on Saturday, I mean, it was like, literally, I was like, I had one day where I had to go from one valley to the next and then back. Breathtaking. I mean, it is, I, I was not prepared for how magnificent the, these ranges are. I mean, it's four, it's 14,000 feet peaks all along the way. And it's beautiful. Uh, that we have such beauty on earth is magnificent. Shall I show you? Well, I can show, I can show you. I, I have some pictures. Here's, here's one of them, right. That I saw from the peak of one of the passes that I went over They're They're breathtakingly beautiful. And I, I, the, what's funny to feel so out of sorts and off the edge of the world in this, in this particular trip, my dad, when I was growing up, lived in, because he left us and then he went to live in the mountains um, with his new wife. Uh, it, first, they lived in Wyoming, which has some absolutely magnificent ranges. And we went skiing, at, um, particularly at Jackson, which anybody listening knows that's a good slope for skiing. Um, mm. You know, we'd dr- driven around a lot in, I guess, western Wyoming, which has absolutely gorgeous ranges up there by Yellowstone and getting close to Idaho <laughs> where mm-hmm. some people, some people we, we know live. Um, you know, I, I'd, I'd seen a lot of the West over, over my life. N- never anything like these valleys. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Almost nobody lives there because it's hard to get up to them, but, <laughs> but it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. It sounds glorious. 
So, okay, so you've, you've painted a picture now. You're in a very wide military road. For some of it. I haven't gotten you actually through the, the tunnel yet. We haven't gone through no. the tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is, this is, this is, I'll keep painting, right? So we're up the hill on the other side of Denver and there is this wide road. And like I said, I, I had remembered it as being like ridiculously wide and it was just a few lanes. So either I've gotten more used to Chicago's freeways, but I don't think so because I've actually been living in Chicago now for I've been living in the Chicago a long time since before we went in that, on that trip. So I don't know, but you go over the mountain, there's these wide roads. Um, they narrow down to, to, to two lanes or something at some point. Um, and then there's a little tunnel, which I was like, Oh, tunnel. No, that was the little tunnel. Yeah. Right. And then when you get to the top of the pass that, that I 70 is going over, there's a long tunnel and I was, you'll be, you know, appreciate this, um, from some of the reading that we've been doing, this this is an interesting pair of people to have the tunnels named after, um, Eisenhower and Johnson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, our freeway system is a military system, right? It's the it's the Roman yeah. roads of, <laughs> of the American Empire, right? It's like moving military oh. equipment around. But one of the one of the tunnels at this the top of this peak for I seventy is the Eisenhower, and the other one's the Johnson, and they're they built at separate times. They finished one in 73 and one in 79 or thereabouts. So, so what you get to the top and then you go through that long tunnel and then the, the opposite side, this is the bear's gun over this mountain. Um, you have all of the signs. Cause this is like trucking level interstate stuff, which you guys in Australia probably wouldn't even sneeze at these trucks because there's only one trailer, not 10 or however many you have on those, <laughs> those truck trains. Right. But so the, the, the semis have gone over the, the pass and then there's signs to all the truckers all the way down going truckers, you have, you know, so-and-so to go on the six, 6% grade. And there's, you know, the shootout lanes to, to, to like, if your brakes are shot, you go off of here and it, you know, drops you, shoots you up the side of a, of a, a ridge so that you don't, crash into everybody else all the way down right and i'm like (laughs) in a car that i'm not familiar with and trying not to ride the brakes because i know how bad that is because you end up with no brake pads at the bottom yes (laughs) and this is still just on the freeway right it's like literally the easiest driving you could possibly do it's wide Mm -hmm. it's it's signs (laughs) everything's you know Easy peasy. No, there's road trains or large trucks. It's not easy peasy. They bully you. I don't know what it's like there in America, but yeah, we have to have battles. It's like a battle royale with all of the road trains. <laughs> the truckers have been awake, awake for 18 hours on meth and they're trying to run you off the freeway. <laughs> it happens a lot, yeah. <laughs> but those, I would, those road trains would just terrify the daylights out of me. Trucks on their own, just like the single trailer ones we have are mm. bad enough. Oh, it's horrible. It's horrible. Did they bully you on the road or were you left alone? <laughs> well, I was I was so fixed at being the, you know, the little old lady driver and going as fast as I felt comfortable. <laughs> mm-hmm. Somehow I got down that one actually without no anybody beeping at me at all. It was fine. Um, good. No, I mean, this is what what was what, what I was conscious of was most of the people on this road do it regularly, right? Which is which was one of the terrifying things in in in, in some respects because they're used to it. 
and they know what they know the the you know the sort of curves and they know what to to expect for that that road mm -hmm. and i just didn't i'm i i realized you know most of what i was doing was saying i need to i've never driven this road before and that makes me anxious once i know it then i know how to to, to ride it and I've, I've been thinking about that as a as a feature of things i'm scared of and things i'm not scared of right it's it's the it's i don't i need to know how to play it right i need to know here's this route this is what i need to do then i'm okay whereas i'm 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 not really into completely complete novelty i i don't know how to uh, yeah, I, I, I need to, I need to practice it. So now I've practiced that road. I feel a little better. Because <laughs> I, <hope. laughs> I want to go back. Mm, you're, not <laughs> <laughs> you're not driving fresh <laughs> on the rocket road. No, no. I'd like to know where I am. That's a space highway. Practice it. Practice mm. that road. Right. Mm. I've driven I've driven uh, high altitude roads before, but I wasn't the driver of the car with the majority of it because I gave up. <laughs> it's too scary. It's really, really terrifying. I I can feel nervous for you as you're describing it. The high, I'm high not scared yet. Highways are horrible. <laughs> mm, horrible. <laughs> I'm, I'm at this part of the drive, and I'm just going over on I-70 to the Eisenhower and Johnson Johnson tunnels and stuff <clears throat> like that. I'm listening to Barbie. <laughs> 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 uh, to be fair, I did get off and call 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 Mel and say I'm coming. Right, I made it through, you know, out of D Denver and on. But the thing is, at this point, I'm still like, this is a cool adventure. I'm going to be fine. I'm listening to Barbie. I'm not lost. Uh -huh. It's daytime. <laughs> mm -hmm. Hey, you're cruising. Yeah, you know, and, and the car doesn't seem to like want to run too fast down those hills. So it's it's okay. So, well, then well, happens? then I get to Mel, so it's fine. Okay, <laughs> so you're all right then. You did it. Go past the well, go past the mall. And can't drive. What? It's the so next day. This was this was the first oh. day. It's the next day. Oh no! <laughs> uh huh. What did you do? Well, what? So you're asking what it's like being at that altitude, and and this was interesting because I had gotten a bit sick when we were in Santa Fe, and I'm like, okay, so I know what you know. It's like you get really dehydrated. So you need to you need mm -hmm. to make sure to drink more water for the first few days so as your body catches up. You can't drink too much water as your salt goes down, so you have to balance that out. Um, it's very, very dry, so you know your sinuses and stuff can feel it. Um, and it and you do you can feel a bit dizzy, right? It's 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 um you, there's just not as much oxygen, right? So you do you do notice it. It's, it's there. You don't have enough blood for the altitude. Right, right. And, and yeah. you know, when, when we do, we've done fencing tournaments, I think maybe in Denver, but I've not, I've not done one. It's like in Salt Lake City or, um, so we're in Phoenix, but I don't think that was very high. And it's, it's certainly something that you can feel physically. Mm -hmm. Um,
I don't know. That wasn't the hard part. <laughs> this is the, the, the lesson. The lesson of our story, boys and girls, is never trust people who actually live there and not my friends, <laughs> my relatives. No, I need some more wine here. I couldn't drink, right? Don't drink when you go up in super high altitude because you're, you'll get like mm -hmm. more drunk than you've ever been in your whole life and then throw it up. So you're dangling this because I really want to know. Yeah, I, I really what haven't told her because we haven't had a chance to. I don't know. I've been, I've been, I've been, it's like, this is, I'm working, working this up to a proper, you know, proper, proper, you know, uh, story. And I've been practicing for days. Like I see people in the park and I say, you know what just, I just did. <laughs> and then they always, they have, they have comparable stories because the, the feeling um, that I had, you know, had to survive through is, is a familiar one for many people. And especially for lady, well, no, one of the people I told it to is a, as a man, um, especially women when they get to my age seem to have the, the, the feature of this experience, which is too bad, <laughs> which is maybe why we drive the way we do. Mm. You, okay. You just want me to tell you. Okay. No, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm wondering, <laughs> I, should I start guessing or just, <laughs> yeah, this is, this is how to have an adventure without anything bad happening. It's hilarious. <laughs> Okay. So it's, it's September, meaning it's gorgeous. You can see from the photo that I'm showing, it's like, there was not a cloud in the sky. It was absolutely exquisite. It was not terribly hot because you're, you're up so high and everything was planned out perfectly, right? The party that I was going to was from 12 to three. I could drive from where mm -hmm. I was staying with, with Mel to the party looked on the map to take two, three hours. That was fine. You know, could drive home from, from the party before it would get dark. Straightforward, right? <laughs> right. No. Well, <laughs> the, 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 somehow I'm not convinced. The interesting thing is what scares you, right? What, what, what is mm. actually harder to do? compared to what other people think is hard to do. Uh, yeah. 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 And so on the, on the mm -hmm. route, there were two choices and you realize to go mm -hmm. over this range, this middle range, let's ask Mel what the range, the altitude increases your blood pressure. You produce more red blood cells. Yeah. People who just live up there get bigger hearts. <laughs> this is why all these, these, these bikers and everybody apparently are, are up there practicing, right? Cause when they go down, that go down lower, they beat yeah. everybody. Cause they've got these, they've got these the, the oh yeah so we got the yes mel is getting to the point with the psalms yes we're, we're gonna get there um if, if you guys are in the unauthorized chat mel is mel is giving the, the running commentary so she can give a, give a better sense of what's going on um so i had two choices two different passes that i could go over and one on the map, which is why Google Maps is useful, but not completely, completely um, illustrative, was very, very windy, right? It was, it was like the, you know, the, the hairpin curves that, you know, go where you have to stop, go around in the 15 miles an hour. And you know, there's another one and there's another one. It's windy, 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 windy. Um, mm -hmm. And the middle road. Yes. <laughs> yes, very much so. And, and that it was going to be, um, 
you know, potentially have to go, you know, go, go a lot slower, but it was a slightly shorter route, right? So the Google Maps said that it would be 20 minutes quicker to go that way than this other way. Um, and I'd been assured by my family that the other way was the, the, the pass, the, the pass that was regularly open, right? So there's, there's one pass Mm -hmm. that's, that's Cottonwood Pass, which is what I'm showing you here and Monarch Pass, right? And Cottonwood Pass, Sometimes it shows up on Google Maps. Sometimes it doesn't. I'm not sure why it comes and goes, right? Because it's a smaller road. And Monarch Pass, not interstate level, just state road level. But, you know, my my my, my family assured me that this was the one they were going to take coming over from Denver and that that was, mm-hmm. that was the better one to go. And, oh, you wouldn't want to go some other way because we, we can't guarantee that it'll be clear, that the road will be clear. Mm-hmm because of rocks or no actually it snowed there two weekends ago (laughs) okay so yeah it's i mean these are up so high it's already starting to snow and yeah okay yeah all right (laughs) so the roads potentially blocked from snow potentially but it's a beautiful day so there's no snow yeah yeah okay so so i start off and i'm like all right what do you think the soundtrack is going to be for this day it's not Barbie. Right? <laughs> it needs to. It needs to be something significant. I'm going to my aunt's memorial service, who I very de- dearly miss. Uh, right, um, my dad's sister. Yeah. I need. I need to have something memorable to listen to, while I'm driving. I thought I was going to listen to Chesterton, Everlasting Man, but a I couldn't figure out how to get it to play on the car. The car was fancy because it had like you know a, a monitor where you could like look at the map and everything. So when I was watching it going wiggly, 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 I could see it on the map. <laughs> I'd like look at the road, not the map on the car. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I don't use satellite navigation. <laughs> I'm not used to this level of technology, right? It's like even having the map talk to me was a bit bit over. It's like, oh, I can talk to the car and it talks back and it reads my text messages and everything. It's like, oh, <laughs> this this was high. This was this was you know true true you know um, luxury for me getting the car to talk back to yes. me. Yes. All right, so I'm driving along and and I'm thinking um to go out right to the to the party it's over in in crested butte right it's going to be in crested butte if anybody knows where that is um and how many times in my life am i going to go on this road i've never been there before won't i feel sad if having had been this close to going over this gorgeous pass i don't do it I can't believe I talked myself mm-hmm. into this. It's relatively easy. It's like, I'll stop for gas and then, oh yes, we'll go off this way towards the one that's supposed to be one more windy, windy, windy. And I'm I'm sort of entertained at how like bold I felt at that point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is fine. I'm used to the mountains. It's a sunny day. I, I'll never, I very, you know, it, maybe won't be back this way again in my life. I have, I have with, with my family driven over some of the other passes in Colorado. I think we did independence pass once and I'm like, it was okay. I can, I can probably get up over, over that. Um, I also, of course, have in my head this song. Oh, you haven't figured out what the, the, the soundtrack is that I was listening to, but anyway, there's this other song 
that we used to listen to as kids. And at some point, my husband and I had it all memorized. And let's see, um, this this one's a little easier for me to do because I don't have to sing it really because it's kind of a talk a talk ballad. Okay. <clears throat> Let me see. Oh, maybe I, maybe, well, no, okay. Me and Earl were hauling chickens on a flatbed out of Wiggins. We'd spent 25 miles on the upheeled side of 35 miles of hell called Wolf Creek Pass, which is up on the Great Divide. We were sitting there sucking toothpicks, drinking knee-high onion soup mix, and I says, Earl, let's mail a card to Mother and send them chickens on down the other side. Yeah, let's give them a ride. Chorus. Wolf Creek Pass, way up on the Great Divide, trucking on down the other side. <laughs> Etc. It sounds <laughs> very easy. <laughs> the funny thing about C.W. McCall, which is that it was one of his songs. A, he didn't exist because it was a joke kind of skit um, uh, phenomenon, right? From the seventies, they did Convoy, which is talking about trucks and everything. Anybody know Convoy? I don't know, remember that one, but the the song it's it's about the convoy of the trucks going across the United States, and at one point they bust through the toll booths and Smokies chasing them and stuff. They made a Burt Reynolds movie out of it. So C.W. McCall we thought was a real like singer. No, it's a it's like country western McCall. It was a it manufactured character. Mm. I don't know Oliver Anthony he could be real, it could be not. Who knows? <laughs> but C.W. McCall definitely never existed because it was. Yeah. Got these guys who did the the songs and they're all these kind of ballads of the West, right? And one of them is about going over the Great Divide in the, the they've got, they're on a flatbed out of Wiggins. Me and Earl was hauling chickens, chickens on a flatbed out of Wiggins. We'd spent 25 mm -hmm. miles on the uphill side of 35 miles of hell called Wolf Creek Pass. I didn't go over Wolf Creek Pass. That's a little further south from where I was. Uh, and they, when they drive down, they, it's like the, the road looks like a bunch of Z's and W's and the, the brakes give out and they crash into the feed store in downtown Pagosa Springs. I was all ready to... <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what happens if you get those trucks get out of, you know, out of control. They just, you know, turn into a CD of McCall song. Yeah. Will it, everybody have to play it. We'll link it in the description. Western Juggernaut. Yeah. But on the, you know, on the uphill yeah. uh, side of 35 miles of hell called Wolf Creek Pass. And I, so I knew these, you know, the switchback roads and stuff like that. I figured I'd be okay, right? So I'm going to go and I'm going to go on the higher pass, the shorter one, with more curly screws. And there will you will go, right? So I did. Mm -hmm. And it was great. <laughs> it was relatively easy. And I'm like, well, there's, this isn't much of a problem. It's, it's, it's curvy and definitely. But there's nice trees on either side of the road all the way up i can highly recommend cottonwood pass because there's no cliffs <laughs> this is good <laughs> <laughs> and you know you just it says it says slow down you slow down you wiggle around you wiggle around till you get right at the very top which is what i'm showing you this vista right it's it's um, and so the great divide do you understand what that is everybody's getting the geography lesson today this is nice the, mil the, the geography of our um, mining and military. I'm going to assume that it's the same as our great dividing range, which is a big spine of mountains that cuts the country in half. Although it doesn't cut ours in like uh, equal fractions, but it basically separates uh, 
Eastern civilization from <laughs> the rest of the desert. <laughs> it's, it's, my dad loved telling us about it, right? It's like we were driving around in the West with my dad all, and we were kids and the, the divide is that it's the watershed. So all of the mm -hmm. water from one, all the water from one side goes towards the Gulf of Mexico, Atlantic into the Mississippi, right down that way. Uh -huh. And then the, 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 the stuff on the other side goes into the Pacific. So the yeah it's yep. the, it's the spine of the the country and yes. that's it wolf creek passes on the great divide so were these passes right they're on the, they're they're like the the the, the, the spine of the continent mm -hmm. and all the water goes to either side on these so this 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 showing this pond on the top or lake is more medium sized lake um yeah that that you've you i i guess you're getting up above the tree line too you can see how there's no trees on top of these mountains you're so high up the plants don't grow there it's like tundra mm. so it's 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 way up there in the even the plants won't grow <laughs> yeah you're in the place where the clouds break yeah 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 and it was magnificent yeah. it was so beautiful and i that so this was like what i'm showing right now is looking west and then i went out to the other side and this was looking east right and just this glory i chosen for the uphill side of this whole exercise um jesus christ superstar <laughs> mm -hmm. and it was great i think right as right when i got to the top and then i stopped and I took these pictures here one here to prove that i was actually there these are my pictures here i am grinning right the 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 um the reality of all of this is i have terrible vertigo incredibly bad I'm, I'm making a joke about this you're realizing how hard it is for me to tell this particular narrative ever mm. if i think about it hard enough or just look at these photographs i'll feel dizzy and yet you did it anyway this one was the easy one <laughs> <laughs> and when when i'm taking this picture this was facing east there's all these these you know retired people up on the top of the hill and telling me that it was funny because they were all talking about like well we're from virginia and we're from this and i'm like going where's something i can hold on to so i can take my photo <laughs> and i'm younger than all of them right and they're they're pretty you know it's windy and they're all just talking about where they've been on their last trip and stuff like that and i'm i'm like take the photo show you where you <laughs> hold on to the pole and i've been i've been thinking about the 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 vertigo as one I, I i experienced it 10 years ago when we did the trip then right it was terrible when we stopped at the grand mm -hmm. canyon because i cannot i it's just anything if i go on um tall buildings like we have some friends who have a penthouse apartment in chicago i'm just like just keep me away from mm -hmm. the walls I, I I can't yeah. not feel it. So never mind the altitude and the dry and the sinuses and stuff like that. It's it's. I knew what I was facing. <laughs> You're gonna be really proud of me about that by this point. I knew what I was facing because mm -hmm. I knew that it would it would just looking at these views would mean I would be terrified. Mm -hmm. And yet knowing that they're this beautiful. And, and when we driven, we, we didn't, we, when we drove this before, we didn't see any views quite like this. The, the, the over the great divide part on I-70 isn't nearly as striking. Um, cause 
they put it the road through a place that wouldn't terrify me i suppose um that i i was i was aware of the fact that if if i could make it over this i would have i not i think there's no conquering the fear here because it's not a uh cognitive problem like oh my gosh i might fall or something mm. it's just physical it's like snakes it's, it's instinct yeah it's instinct yeah yeah Oh, I get it. I have a fear of heights too. I I don't know. I didn't. The thing is, when I was younger, I didn't have it. So I've I've also sometime in my thirties or forties, it kicked in, and and it, in instead of having these this kind of experience being just exciting, and this is great. I love going up mm -hmm. in the mountains. It's I will have to hold on to something to be able to look at it. You have to tether yourself to your car. Well, I had to walk away from the car to take the picture because I, I parked the car very carefully mm. in a thing that wasn't at all like on an edge of anything. <laughs> and I had to walk over here, take the picture, <laughs> walk over here and take the picture and hold on to a pole. And I take the picture and like, that's enough. That's good. That's good. Oh, yeah, I did it. Okay, good. Down the other side with Caiaphas and Anna singing about this Jesus must die. No, wait, I think... I think I think I was literally listening to the crucifixion as I went over the top here, which was very like you know I I, I my soundtrack was was matching. <laughs> That's so surreal. <laughs> I think I think you should you should play your Most soundtrack too. Thing. The 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 purposefully activating your vertigo while you're listening to Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> And driving over the divide. <laughs> I, I, I think, I think, you know, I think all the pieces are here for some kind of yeah. metaphor, right? We, we've got it. We got to work on yeah. this one. Yes. So you've crossed through BC, AD, <laughs> in Colorado. I hadn't thought of it that way. That's really good. Yes, we've gone from ordinary time to. So, so Mel at some point is saying. Um, I've lifted up my eyes to the mountains from which help shall come to me from the Psalms. Yes. It's mm -hmm. like something here, right? This, what, this was actually necessary. And I, and I was thinking about how, you know, I live in a city, right? It's so flat in Chicago. You've got like buildings and stuff, but it's flat, right? There's, there's a lake and, but the land is just flat and, mm. and the, the feeling of, being in the magnificence of creation, it doesn't tend to hit you in Chicago <laughs> that much. It definitely <laughs> hits when you're in these landscapes. And um, mm -hmm. it, it, I mean, it, 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 well, and then we're cutting the tops of the mountains off to make the internet, which is sort of interesting. Mm. And what's our right relationship to them? My, my my family when i was i said i got when i got I, I make it to the party right that's great and um i mentioned that i saw the mine and they're they're saying yeah you know that's that's for making our phones mm. the molly is for making the phones and the electronics and everything it's surreal be walking around with little pieces of that mo of that mountain in your pocket. Yeah. 
there's something superstitious about it almost or something uh, um, there's this old scottish there's an old scottish uh habit or tradition i read about a few years ago where people would take a little bit of soil and keep it in their shoes so they were always mm. on scottish territory yeah. something like this so it's like having the <laughs> You're physically in Colorado when you're holding it in your pocket, but you're not there or something. Very, very strange kind of uh, way of teleporting through the country. <laughs> and, and to think that, I mean, it's like, so these are my photographs and I had the picture of me there. So, you know, they are my photographs. Um, yeah. You know, how, how much of what we live in the phones is seeing beautiful places seen vistas that were not there and yeah. we're in this kind of imaginary landscape that is of these beautiful places and then you know what's my response when i get there is to take a picture so i can put it in my phone <laughs> it's just odd it's just so strange you've taken a picture that you're sending light through pieces of the mountain that you're taking a picture of it's so strange <laughs> And and the thing is, they, really these is. were so big and so magnificent. And I did take, I took some, I mean, when I'm driving through the valley, up the valley for, to get to Crested Butte, I couldn't believe where I was. I, I did not get any pictures mm -hmm. of that because one, I'm tired enough by that point when you get, actually, I wasn't worried about getting the party. My my car was telling me I was going to arrive at 12.02, which was perfect. Um, but I just thought this is not just, not not so much like, where is it? But and, and, and I, I would say not dropped off the edge of the earth. Mel, Mel was teasing me. I was gone over the misty mountains. Yeah, it felt like in Middle Earth, right? It felt like in this. I'm suddenly in this enchanted land, which is, of course, when we go to New Mexico, always the point, right? It's the land of enchantment. I love going there because you feel out of the. I mean, the ordinary for us being in the cities and such. It's it's a little it's to a certain extent out of time, because the landscape is just so vast, and you must feel this in in, in Australia too. There's no time markers in it of human beings mm. being there. It's just land. Yes. Yeah, it's a land before time yeah. experience. Yeah. Yeah, we have we have a very similar feeling here. The outback is just. Uh, endless mm -hmm. with nothing i mean it's 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 so sparsely populated you can go you can drive for four days in australia and not see another human being if you want to if you take particular roads very easily yeah it's a very strange it's a very strange thing you leave you leave the human out of uh the human artifact of the city and move into these kinds of points and then have the experience of what it must have been like without uh Uh, I I don't know. It's it's almost like it's almost like you get to witness the world with that man mm. in it, even though you're in it. It's something. It's very very strange. And, and the thing I was thinking that these towns. I mean, Mel had told me this that most of the towns I was driving through were mining towns, and so I mm. kept thinking it. Um, 
well, actually, no, I, so I wasn't listening to, I was listening to Jesus Christ Superstar. I'm also teaching a class this quarter that starts tomorrow on how to read the Gospels. And so I've been reviewing things like Jesus of Nazareth. And the, the actor who played Judas and Jesus of Nazareth played the barkeep in Leadville, uh, not Leadville, Deadville, Dead, Deadwood. Oh, yeah. yes. Ian McShane. Oh, uh, what's Ian McShane. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's the one. Swearingen. Swearingen, mm -hmm. right? Um, yeah. That. Yeah. Now I forgot where I was going with that. That. All of it was the mines and it felt <coughs> like I said, not a depth of history. I'm used to the depth of history in New Mexico. And this felt, I mean, nobody had ever lived there until the miners showed up, which is what mm -hmm. Deadwood is like. And, and although they're in the Dakotas, I think they're supposed to be in the black Hills. The, I, I, it, it didn't feel to me like even, even, you know, pre-Europeans had lived there. These mount, the, these Colorado mountains are just so high, which is, is, is strange mm -hmm. because you say, well, people live in the Andes. Mm. So it would, it was this strange sense of well, where's the old history. And I couldn't find it. it. I mean, there are, there are South of, in South Colorado, there are things yeah, like the cliff yeah. dwellings and such um, that, you know, have the older, the older culture of that goes down into New Mexico, but this, it felt strange. It, it, it did feel like suddenly there was no human except for this new stuff. These. Yeah. You've, you've jumped from the prehistoric to the space yes. age in a blink with nothing, uh, no intermediate steps. Yeah. 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 That's a very strange experience. I mean, New Mexico goes from petroglyphs to, pre-Columbian to Spanish to there's more a few more steps mm. and maybe I'm making it up and I just don't know enough of the the history of of Colorado but there it, it was you can't see it as you're moving through bleak it, in a way that was different from mm. from other parts of the west that I knew mm. yeah so anyway party it was very nice family generational family this was this was great thinking thinking about these are my cousins right and what what it was like when we got to be together when we were growing up in los alamos um mm -hmm. which is in new mexico not in these mountains and then um the kids that you know all the the grandkids and the great grandkids and and such and That was definitely worth it. It was worth it. For I had to go through a lot to get for that party. <laughs> yeah. And wanting, I, I think also that, that sense of like where this, this like is definitely feeding into it. That's deep history for me. Cause it's my childhood and it's mm -hmm. the history that we've been talking about with the Barbie movie and the mythology and women, what happened to, the depths of family. Mm -hmm. Which is obviously why I was very willing to make this drive. But on the other hand, it was like, wow, I, th I think having yeah. it be so difficult to get to turned it into this, <laughs> this other layer of mythology now of, of mm -hmm. participating in the, in the story. It was a proper odyssey. 
Yeah. Okay. Atmospheric. Then I told my family, it's like, oh, well, I came over this pass. So I'm going to go back over. I came over Cottonwood. I'm going to go back over Monarch. And they're like, oh, you know, that's fine. It's a nice ride. (laughs) It'll be, you'll be fine. Uh It's a bit further, but you know, it's, 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 it's the pass we would recommend you take. Uh huh. Somehow. Well, <laughs> well, I think it's I've taught I've taught myself out of out of being anxious. So you know to to carry on, had to, had to capture it here. <laughs> you know that song about Wolf Creek, thirty five miles of uh-huh. hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you think going up shouldn't be that scary, right? And because in the song, the whole point is that, you know, they start with them at the top, right? And the and the hard part is going to be going down the mountain with their chickens. At, at some point, they, you know, the, the chickens, the, the sign said clearance to the 12 foot line, but the chickens were stacked to 13.9. We took them top row of chickens slicker and then the scum off of Louisiana swamp. Woo! No, you think it's going to be bad going down? <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm driving along. I tell you, it's like it's. I've been driving, you know, drive <laughs> there, had the party, coming back. They've assured me that it's no big deal to pass, except for, except for I should have been warned, right? The women had been talking about how they didn't like driving this. <laughs> okay. Not fair. Because <laughs> I'm, of course, by myself in this particular adventure. So this is... And okay, so we get to. This is not a road for the Barbies, obviously. Oh, <laughs> so, you know, in the, in the, when they go through, they go from Barbie land back into the real world and back out, right? It's like it went, I went through all of that in eight miles. <laughs> yeah like think about it the rockets the alpine little camping the the mountains the the uh, maybe not the speedboat right (laughs) yay space yay space (laughs) no but i can't what is funny i let me see if i can if i can recover some of the 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 sensation here no it's gone that's good i've 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 de-stressed myself that's great You've had to go through a psychological de-escalation process in order to get to the point of telling your story. Of the I, 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 I think over the Monaco Road. Th- these are good things, right? How, How do you get it? past your fear? I, the thing is, I the thing is, mm-hmm. the, the 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 vertigo is not <clears throat> something I can can talk myself out of, right? It's like snakes, or mm. um, uh, yeah, mainly snakes. I hate snakes. <laughs> <laughs> just like Indiana Jones, right? I, that I can, mm-hmm. I can, I, I think I've mentioned this before that it's, it's there's certain kinds of re- reactions that you have that your conscious mind can be telling you it's fine, but yes. your 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 deep limbic system is is simply screaming. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. The limbic system overrides the. Uh... <laughs> everything else in the mind unless you can conquer your limbic system well can i don't know can we 
I mean, I, it's, I'm glad you're not chat GPT so that I've talked this all into the internet. And now I feel better. <laughs> <laughs> the AI that people is like, tell their, tell their woes too. I, I actually rather like having the idea that I'm talking to human beings instead of just the AI. Oh, you know. Yes. How, well. No, I promise I'm not Will a the AI understand how to talk us down <laughs> off of these mountains? That's a scary thought. Because no. we've talked ourselves into it with the, 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 the you know, moly and all of the, the other minerals that we've used to make the AI. Mm. Now we're having therapy sessions with pieces of the mountain. Man, that's weird. <laughs> there we go. Superstition has entered the talking to the mountain. <laughs> we're talking. We're literally it's like talking about my eyes have lifted up to the mountains. I'm talking to the mountain, having this yeah. AI experience. Yeah, that's very interesting. <laughs> the spirit of the mountain was renamed ChatGPT. Well, we are we are, we are doing what I hope is you know d d unpeeling the deep mythology, whatever it wants to just happen. Mm -hmm. So I, I figured I'd done I'd done Jesus Christ Superstar on the way out. So I had to listen to something equally significant on the way back. And it's like, what ha what do I actually have on mm -hmm. my phone downloaded? Because there's no streaming in the mountains. There's not, <laughs> gee, mm -hmm. you know, the, 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 the sky is not talking to you in the way that it usually does when you're down on the flat, right? Not in the mountains. So it better be saved in your phone. So what I have saved in my phone was, of course, the Messiah. <laughs> so... <laughs> I don't know. The thing is, the, 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 the Jesus Christ Superstar part was fun, right? I got over the, the Cottonwood Pass. Messiah, when I'm going over, oh, yes, appropriately named Monarch Pass. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I was listening to the Messiah going over Monarch Pass. Beautiful. I don't know. I may never be able to listen to it again without getting triggered. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's so it's the, I'm going up the pass, and the thing is, they were my my you know my family was right. It is wide, right? There are two lanes on the ups the uphill side, right? But the problem is the uphill side is on the outside <laughs> of the road, so the downhill side, which you might be like getting speed in, you know, have to do your brakes and stuff like that. That one's close to the side mm -hmm. of the the hill, whereas the uphill side, I'm here to tell you, going west east on Monarch Pass is not right there's just a sheer cliff thing there's a little guardrail i don't believe in that guardrail at all <laughs> the guardrail is a psychological feature <laughs> if you get high enough there here's this guardrail oh it's like that doesn't help i can still see over it <laughs> i i did notice i did notice going back the next day when i'm going back to denver that on the, the interstate for some of the parts where they have like sheer cliff going on the side of the road, they built like high walls. Mm -hmm. So you can't see. Oh. <laughs> so it's clearly not just me, right? And and the thing is, it's mm. like, I don't know. I don't actually, I don't know. I don't want to test that guardrail where that would keep you from falling off the side. Mm -hmm. No. <clears throat> I'm, I'm I'm imagining this because if you drive backwards, your lanes are mixed. Oh yeah, up. so this is on, I'm on the right hand side. Yeah, so yeah. you're on the right hand side going that way. Mm. 
That increases the nervous feeling I have thinking about this. You're driving on the wrong. Ah, yes, the there you go. <laughs> yeah. So when you when when you come to visit at long last, which you will one day, we're oh. gonna go drive this passenger. <laughs> You're gonna have to medicate me for that one. <laughs> I'm like, I'm okay. Like... Casey's saying ironic that Molly is slung for ecstasy for ecstasy yes indeed i so i did i was you know i had it enough is. presence of mind and terror and terror it was like you know this one day this day in my life which i recognize was going to be a watershed experience oh yes i did that um i like i've i've imp <laughs> <laughs> it, it imprinted all of these random things on my memory now and one was the billboards for the the hiring for the moly mine on the way <laughs> If you need a job, moly.jobs. That's right. It's only one L though. Right. So yeah, like this ecstasy of being in the in the holy our holy moly of of our internet. As Casey says, since we're all addicted to our phones. Well now you know. You're also you're addicted. This is all making sense. You're addicted to the mountain. This, this mountain, don't you? And the thing is, okay, so I'm, I'm, we're driving along and it's like, you know, cliff, guardrail. I've got two lanes as far as I'm concerned. I got to use both. <laughs> Happily, there wasn't that much traffic. <laughs> okay, now I'm getting to the point where it is. Just if, if I start crying, it's because I'm finally letting myself feel this. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> release the pressure God, I, I have never been so frightened in my entire life we are going to spend an entire stream on my telling you i was never so frightened in my entire life i've been to the grand canyon that was scary to me i wasn't driving along the edge of the grand canyon <laughs> and i i, so I was thinking Okay, one, obviously I knew that I had to get one. I had to I had to live <laughs> to get over this mountain. And two, I we would like I, that, I, yes. I have to be, come back and tell yeah. the story about how I made it over the mountain. <laughs> and you'll say, but but Rachel, was it snowing? Was it snowing? No. Rachel? What, what was it was it even uh -huh. cloudy? <clears throat> <laughs> No. <laughs> Was there lots of traffic? No. <laughs> it sounds like you had perfect driving conditions. There was nothing wrong. <laughs> and and it was actually helpful. I mean, it's like a few weeks from now they'll have ski season already, and there'll be people zooming up and down this road. No matter, you know, no no problem. Even coming down the mountain. The, the the side that was the, the, happily there was barely any traffic that way and so little traffic on the way up that I only got beeped at once <laughs> <laughs> this is how silly it is I was I I I so okay so I had uh, there was a variety of things I had in my head while I'm trying to like it, it took absolutely every ounce of willpower I had to press the accelerator <laughs> I wanted nothing more in the world than to stop completely and not move, right? Yeah. I've looked at the map since when I come back. These were like really big curves. They weren't even that tight. When I'd gone up the other map, the other pass in the morning, it, way more curvy, curvy, windy, windy. 
hairpin zigzag stuff like that this pass was not bad the monarch one right but it was like for for you know reasons of vertigo and basically that almost impossible I'm sure there's a lesson in all of this. I feel, I feel so stressed. I'm just listening. <laughs> I've got vicarious vertigo from listening to this. It was so bad. I never, and, and the thing is, so I have my, when, when I was, I said, I'd, you know, gone with my dad to Jackson hole. If you've, if you ski in the United States at all, people listening, you will know that Jackson hole is one of the best mountains there is. My dad did the, you know, black diamonds with my cousins who were the ones at this party that I was going to. Um, the first day when I'm skiing at Jackson, when I'm in, I'm in college, maybe I'm freshman in college, I think, so I'm 17. Um, my dad takes me up. There's like mist and I can't see the hill and he's taking me up what in Jackson Hole ratings is a blue, which is harder than a green let's just say but not as hard as a red and certainly not a black but you know okay it's a medium hill it's not that bad i was i was more scared driving up this monarch pass than i was on that hill that day with my dad and i sat down and cried <laughs> on that hill that day in jackson hole and he's like you've got to get down and i'm like i can't i'm too <laughs> frightened you want me to keep skiing i ba i barely know how to ski and you want me to ski in the fog and the and the this and the uh got down the hill I took lessons that day the next day for the rest of the week until I enjoyed it my dad and my cousins went off and skied the blacks right that's fine <laughs> I'm never doing that again and that I had to do this by myself hmm. in the car on Saturday with not my dad and my <laughs> missing my dad's sister so I'm picturing you it's like clueless Cher and her friends on the freeway but you alone in yes! the giant tank size SUV listening to the Messiah <laughs> <and> screaming. <laughs> I, I wasn't making any noise. I was totally onto the steering destroy wheel. Destroy right? your brakes <laughs> and your accelerant. I didn't need any brakes at this point. It was up. <laughs> um, and I had, and that, and that's the thing. I had to keep going up, right? Because I was only going to get over by continue to go yeah. up. And I think it's like to add, I couldn't, I couldn't see for very far in, forward because the road was turning, right? So you never know what's coming up next. So you go to perpetual horizon in space. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about the, the brackets and stuff. That's <laughs> uh, Molly, <laughs> the Molly mountain. <laughs> And, and 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 the thing is i think i think vertigo it's like so on the one hand you're afraid of falling on the other hand you're tempted have you ever had that do you do you mm -hmm. understand that it's that i i i always i wonder about that and i don't know whether it's something i read or something therefore it was in a you know somebody else reflecting on this but there's there's both a mm -hmm. sense of i'm afraid i'll fall and the other it's like frodo <laughs> Sitting on him on him, right? <laughs> no, no, yes, I'm coming. So, you know, it's like, what if I just drove off the side and flew? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> right. So you're in this, this, this I'm terrified of, of falling and I want to fly at the same time. Mm. 
don't let go of the steering wheel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking, I hope your, re- your car rental company never sees this recording. Hey, I brought the car back. <laughs> she was she was tempted to drive over the side. No. Um, yeah. No, that makes sense. It's a... It, yeah, because you want to see what's going to happen. That's why I used to do cliff diving. See? <laughs> and I'm scared yeah. of heights and we used to do it. Still do it. Yeah. Because <laughs> you need to know what it feels like, otherwise you'll never know. It's terrifying the whole time you're doing it. Well, with with the yeah. cousins that I that I went to the party for, we when when we <laughs> growing up in New Mexico, we used to go to this um waterfall that was down the hill from actually one of the the Indian monuments, Bandelier. Um, and jump it off, you know, it wasn't that deep, it wasn't, it wasn't that high, but it was high enough, right? And and jump off, mm-hmm. jump off the cliff into the pond, the pool at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm just picturing that feeling, but uh, two miles high. You're basically at a skydiver's altitude mm. in, the, in an SUV. Is that how high they go when they do... Wow. I think so. I'm not sure. I haven't. I haven't jumped out of a plane yet. Well, I I, I should never let my well one. I I don't think I will. But we should never let myself do that because then I'll be happy even worse <laughs> when I'm driving. <laughs> and I think I think you know if if you guys have watched Mel's videos, you know she does snowboarding too, mm-hmm. right? And like when she was on the mm-hmm. when we were on the marathon stream, she had her boards and and behind her, right? She knows what this feels yes. like to to ride the mountain, right? And I can, you know, it's it, it was funny being so scared and then even this, right? It's like, but I remember what it was like skiing when I finally did learn how to ski well enough to mm-hmm. not freeze up and, and be in terror. And it it is this, you know, why it's so expensive and why people go to these mountains that they want to have that feeling of flying down the mm-hmm. down the side. It's very yeah. tempting. Similar to surfing. Yeah. I, I, I've never been mm. surfing. but A mountain of water versus a mountain of yeah. rock. Mel is surfing the mountain. Right. Well, and when you're the on snow, you're on water. She's surfing. Right? You're, you're, yeah. You're, you're, yeah. You're surfing, <laughs> going down the water. Mm. She's surfing. So I had it, there were two things that I had in my mind. One, my mom has on her fridge, this really funny picture of this older woman with her dog in the car. And the older woman is sitting there like this. And the dog is like this. And I'm like, this is me right now, except for I don't have my dog. <laughs> and and the other, I got all these old lady images in my head, but they're, you know, clearly we're courageous old ladies. Uh, from one of the Discworld novels, when, um, I know, which one is it? <laughs> I forgot what the name of it, that, that, that one is. Lords and Ladies, I think. Um, Granny thinks that she's no longer needed um, and, and is in a bit of a snit. And in fact, wanting the others to come after her and, and, and tell her that they want her. But anyway, so she goes up into the mountains into, it's like gnarly, the, the land's gnarly. And that, um, as the narrator is telling, at one point she, she there's this little creek, right? But she 
throws herself down on the ground and is like creeping across it really, really slowly, even though it looks like it's just a little creek. And you could say, well, it's like, why Mm -hmm. does it look like, you know, there's anything there except for it's a little creek? Well, in fact, because it's, you know, this gnarly land that what she's seen is this, you know, this chasm with a river down at the bottom and she's creeping across this little bitty wooden bridge, right? Like in my head, these two things are true, right? I'm driving along what is, to all intents and purposes, a paved, relatively clear daylight road up the side of a mountain. No big deal, right? (laughs) Not in your head. I might as well be on some kind of, you know, CGI adventure, you know, adventure cliff. Right, that that I'm gonna have to get across by way. I don't know what it was. <laughs> yeah, you're on the space highway. <laughs> this, well, this, the space highway is the other one. That's, this this is the other side, right? So so I make it to the top to the crest of this of this hill, mm-hmm. and then I call Mel and her husband, and I said, "I'm now. I, I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't get down." Oh. This, ladies and gentlemen, is a reminder to you that whatever I've done in my life as professor, I've faced this mountain, which I'm here to tell you this, right? <laughs> but not in that moment. I'm sitting there. It's like this this ridiculous kind of little flat space, which is a total lie, because if you see a picture of Monarch Pass on the, on the Wikipedia, it looks like it's flat. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean Wikipedia? Well, it's in the frame, right? It doesn't show you what I just drove up. It just shows you this, this, this. You know, the vista is apparently very nice. Not that I noticed. And there's a, there's a, a tram that I shouldn't I feel wrong. <laughs> you should. It's hilariously silly. This, ladies and you know, boys and girls, this is a lesson of facing your fears, and this is how you get through it. And then you have a story to tell forever after. So if you ever need courage, remember this. I was embarrassingly silly trying to drive this mountain. And then I get up to the top and I call I call Mel and 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 and, and her <coughs> husband and I say, I I I I I I can't do it. And and I'm like, I'm so my adrenaline you have never I certainly have never experienced in my life. And I've done variety of things in my life. Public speaking, I don't know. <laughs> Public speaking is nothing to driving this mountain. (laughs) And now, now we have made it to the point of why you kilts are absolutely right about what women need. Oh, in which regard? (laughs) Okay. Remember, I'd say I have built this up to the storytelling. The storytelling is in me. You've you've gone on the road that women fear to tread. (laughs) solo and you're tanking. I didn't get down by myself though. Oh. I had them talking to me and particularly her husband. Thank you, Andrew. Mm. Mel was good. She's oh. like, you know, but I remember I needed my dad to get me down off that mountain. Now I'm going to cry. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And in that little moment, everything that we've been talking about, about the Barbies and the need for the patriarchy and the need for confidence and the need for just what women want, guys, ladies, 
I, I, golly, I am crying. My dad was there with me on the mountain when he took me up and he got me in this stupid fog in Jackson, right? And he didn't leave me. He talked me down. I was a mess, right? I was like 17, whatever. I was a mess. And he kept, he stuck with me, got me down that mountain. That day stayed with me, obviously, for the rest of my life. That my dad was there when yeah. I needed him most to get me out of danger. Dads, mm -hmm. do not abandon your daughters. I need more wine. Because they really, really need you. I don't know what it is like for sons, right? So I tell my brother when I get back, he's like, Monarch Pass, you know, he's like, yeah, we drove over that this summer. It's a bit intimidating. And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> yes, it's a bit intimidating. And what's what's interesting about this now in preacher mode, you've got this entire long, you know, exercise. I, this is for me now one of these two days in my life, right? The one when my dad talked me down off the mountain and I knew he wouldn't abandon me, even though he had like actually abandoned us in the divorce and everything, but he stuck with me then. And he did stick with me in other moments in my life when I was really, ladies, you know, it's like there was no, there was no rational reason to be so frightened, right? of this hill because I'd driven up it. It's a big road, right? I was only beeped at once. There was all these other, you know, all these retirees, you know, the boomers were driving past me and sharing stories about how they, you know, they were driving the mountains. That Andrew was able just to say, here's the road, here's the trees. You can do this. Mel sitting there saying, you got to get down after dark before it gets dark. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. What's interesting is how there've been other men in my life who won't do that. Oh, you're freaking oh. out. Oh, they didn't make fun of me. They just said, yeah. "You need you can do this. Yeah. This is yeah. safe. You can take I they were guy would on the top of this 10,000 foot 12 11,000 foot pass with nobody except for me in the car. And I still had like 2 hours to drive to get mm -hmm. to get home and more wine <laughs> no that's that's it though that's everything it's those moments when you actually are incapable of continuing right yeah women have those often <laughs> well happily i've only had one quite this intense <laughs> occasionally right mm -hmm. but the thing is i think it is it's it's metaphorical for lots of them and it's the yes. uh, when we when, when we are describing what it is that we need support in it's those moments yeah. when you are <clears throat> up against reality in a way that is uh, impassable mm. And I, I, yeah, you know, it's like, it doesn't mean I certainly got, I got down it. I got down the other side. I'm brave. I get my badge, right? I drove up the other one th earlier that day, yeah. got beautiful view, even though I have vertical, right? But this, and I will, you know, there, there've been other things that I've had to live through in my life that are similar psycho psychologically, but this one's the physical one. I, I, maybe this is what makes me so mad at the girl boss 
uh, not girl boss, the the um, strong woman trope in the 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 movies, or mm -hmm. the you know yeah she's gonna power through this and she can do it on her own. It's not that. It's not quite that either. It's having having someone that you can count on to take care of you in that moment when you actually really really mm -hmm. really need. what and that that that's what we need to describe properly <clears throat> you need guardrails yeah like uh that phone call is the guardrail it's a psychological guardrail it's not actually preventing you from going over the side of the road but it is because you have somebody talking at you, guiding you as you're going through what you're doing. Right. Mm. It's got, it, that's, that, that's what I would describe as the guardrails of the patriarchy around women. Mm. Yep. It's very necessary. <clears throat> The, uh, the, uh, as you know, because this morning I was saying, <laughs> feeding poor Greg. <laughs> Hi, Greg. <laughs> um, so I was having a, a little back and forth with somebody regarding a response to my posting about the girls and the boys, the Kens and the Barbies. Right. The, bar the Barbie posting that will know no end until everyone realizes their role as guardrails for women. And having this mistaken uh, reading of everything I'm saying that I'm blaming men for everything that's going on and it wasn't right. that at all. So I'm really happy to describe this experience because that's essentially what it is, mm -hmm. isn't it? You come to a point in your life in certain points and you have absolutely no idea how you're going to scale the, the proverbial mountain that you're on. Yeah. And you can't get you can't get screamed out of that position. It's right. not like someone could scream you down the mountain or up the mountain. You know, you're there, and you're stuck. You're terrified in fear, and there's no way that someone screaming at you is going to help. It will it, like only increase the 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 limbic system. That's your limbic your limbic system's already screaming. At I, you. So I was so I imagine it I drove more. back right. I was I was up mm -hmm. on that pass. It took me a couple hours to get back. Right before I got to mm. their house, I had to stop the car and throw up. <laughs> yeah. After throwing up in the cup a few times on the way down, I've, I've seen that in movies before when people have been so frightened they threw up. It's real, right? Yeah. And it, it's like, mm -hmm. it, was it the altitude? No, I think it was fear. Because then I got, I got to their house and I just lay on the couch yeah. for like three hours waiting for my nerves to calm down. Yeah. 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 Adrenaline is a hell of a drug. <laughs> uh. <laughs> you could say I'm a fencer. <laughs> I, you know, voluntarily did this drive, right? Knowing that I was going to have to fight my vertigo, not realizing I was going to get hit quite so hard <laughs> with the guardrails and, <laughs> and thankful. I mean, it's like, just, I, so yes, Mel thinks, oh, shucks. I didn't think of that way. Yes, it was pretty intense. <laughs> um, recognizing what I was going to have to probably face and then having my friends there to talk me down when I needed it and and 
you know, just having their confidence and able to say, you can do this, you can get down this mountain and you need to get down this mountain because it's going to get dark and we can't leave you up there. But this, you know, when I think about it's not, it's not like, um, when women, you know, say, Oh, you know, men just want to, women just want men to take care of everything. No, it's like, yes, you want the, the, the confidence that they're going to be there to guide you when it matters. Yes. Yeah. And what it takes for men to have that solidity, I don't know. I'm a woman. I don't know where they get it. I don't know why they have it. Guys, you need to figure this out. Because we need it. Mm. Oh, yeah. Everything falls apart if they yeah. don't have it. Everything falls apart. Mm. And my, my, my cousins and everybody talking about it's like they've they've been living in these mountains their whole lives and they you know one of the 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 memories that they have of going up from los alamos up from santa fe to los alamos is there's a bigger road now there's a military road into the labs on los alamos and so if you go that way it's like nice and wide now but that road wasn't there when we were younger and the only way to get to the city the town was to go up the side of a cliff right and of course oh yes when you know when when Grammy used to be riding up that cliff with you know Granddad driving, she used to be on the bucket seat, right, inching closer and closer and closer to him. Because one, you're no longer on the outside of the car. But it's like, yeah, all of the women in my family are telling the story of how the men are doing the driving. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> all of them. Mm-hmm. You know, they're. Pr- they're professional so, women of variety, so it's like, but yeah, but he did the driving when we went up the side of that mountain. Yes. Yeah. Well, my aforementioned experience at high altitudes, <laughs> I was, uh, it wasn't this bad. But uh, yeah, I had someone driving me around the mountains in Sardinia once. We came to a very, very horrible road i think it was designed by a sadist <laughs> um or a guy who they clearly no... don't have the same yeah, or a guy. sense of vertigo as we do Ooh. no well i had to close my eyes i couldn't yeah. even look yeah uh no you can't drive those roads i mean you can but why <laughs> would you do it <laughs> yeah there's there's something there's something in this that that kind of stability of being able to take over in situations where people are, are frozen by their own fear responses, yeah. that is what is beautiful about masculinity. That is the necessary element that the that everybody needs. Um, it's not uh, women that want to be completely useless. It's that we hit a wall that we can't traverse. We 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 hit a limit. And uh, and you need to you need to be able to have people that are going to guide you, <laughs> guide you through it. <laughs> and that's yeah. that's why we're upset with Ken, right? Mm. Because instead of taking care of Barbie in that mo in that extreme in the extremist, so we have Annie saying, "What it was like, we we ladies guardrails? No, it's the paddles when you're in cardiac arrest. <laughs> that too, right?" <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, my dad, so my dad, you know, who, mm-hmm. you know, sadly enough, like did not play his patriarchal role properly because he left us when we were growing up and, you know, I have a stepmother did and he's still alive. Um, that, you know, my dad was a surgeon, right? And there, there's another thing I have a, it's a, a, a time I, I was cooking and I sliced the top of my finger off because I was nervous because I was cooking for a he was here and I was cooking a dinner because we'd had a guest to get him to talk math with because he really wanted that. And I sliced my finger off and it was just like my dad just being able to be there and say, it's okay, just wash it out, you know, be yeah. be steady there. That is, mm. is always when I'm dreaming, what is it that I'm missing most from my dad? You know, daughters and dads are, are whatever kind of relationship that is. But you're saying... You want when, you know, you lift up your eyes to the mountains and our father is there. He's there. Yes. And you could say, I, you can, I'd say, I'm not like, I can't, I don't get to idealize this. Like my dad was always there for me when I was growing up. He wasn't, right? But the times mm-hmm. that he was were very, very marked. It's like that, that, that's when I needed it. So that I could stop mm. um, I, and I, I could I could imagine you know a number of different scenarios where if you, you know crazy women are freaking out and it, you could respond in a way that only makes it worse, right but it was very mm. simple it's like if there's the, the men are able to say, take charge in this i like i said i didn't get a man to come drive me down the car uh, down the mountain all that i desperately wanted to like please come get me <laughs> i can't do this you know there's this 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 anchoring that i think is as we've established it's metaphorical for our whole culture we need the guys to anchor us and if you don't yeah. do it it the women are not going to we're going to create sort of strange situations that are crazy and be telling each other to drive up roads we can't manage. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Oh, okay, so Fat is saying... Stuck on that moly mountain. We get it from fathers, male mentors, outdoorsmanship, pie training, and God. We go and train with our brothers. Yes. Please go train with your brothers. We need you taking care of us. Patriarchy is about horses because it's about training <laughs> to ride those yeah. beautiful animals. Mm. Well, it's just uh, uh, um, Uh, I think now the assumption is that all of these women that have been born into a feminist system in the West don't hit the don't don't hit that limit on top of the the mountain of their life, mm. and when they do and they're starting to express it, everybody's mocking them for it because of course you did it to yourself, you stupid woman, right? I drove but, the mount. I drove up that mountain. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't you take a helicopter? professor you know like you, you deliberately <laughs> drove you should take an helicopter yeah okay <laughs> um but that's where that's where your uh your family event was right so it's like it's a circumstantial thing of course you have to get up to the mountain so you're gonna drive and then you get there and you hit your limit and um 
people are so used to seeing uh, the the strong independent version of everything. I I, I don't know. Uh, it's it's very difficult to to explain to women to readjust to express themselves when they get to that point that you did when you had to call Mel and her husband because uh in my experience growing up in uh in the generation that i did here in australia uh the kens freak out when they when they receive that phone call yes it's a, it's a cultural thing no uh, they freak out here too right that's why yeah yeah okay okay so it's, it's, very it's rare thing. here and that is sad because it's depressing it's not yeah. sad that, that, that's like a catastrophic social uh, collapse. It is. We, I'll, I'll give you a, a, a contrary example of how it should work. <laughs> so uh, I, I got good friends in the Gulf, you know, very, uh, very patriarchal Gulf Arabs. They're different. They're not even like North African Arabs. They're like, uh, <laughs> they're a time capsule of a different time uh, with Lamborghinis. And, uh, there's a there's no point at which uh, women are unsupervised uh, in mm. the in the sense that if something happens to them they'll have someone that will come and back them up and, and help them out like this. So I have a girlfriend driving on the freeway, and uh, some guys start to bother her. They're driving one of those cars that Andrew Tate drives, you know, something like shiny and rainbow and very expensive mm. and obnoxious. They're trying to run us both off the off the road. Why? Because that's how they get attention. <laughs> they try and run women off the freeway. So <clears throat> luckily we were driving uh, as this was happening. Uh, her father happened to be on the freeway behind us. Mm. And uh, when we came to the first traffic light, we stopped the car. The Bugatti or whatever it was next to us was, you know, there and they were screaming something out of the window. And then her father <laughs> drove up to the other side of them with his window open and started screaming at them in Arabic. <laughs> <laughs> and so they left immediately, ran a red light to try and get out of there because they weren't expecting it. But that's the way it was. Um, it's like an, an example of this kind of thing happening. And uh, she visited here. She was really surprised by the the way that the men just leave the girls. And I said that they, this is normal. It's so normal for us. They don't even notice that they're doing it. Yep. They don't even know. So, like when I have the conversation with the with the Kens now, they hear complaining and they hear a complaining girl boss. Right. It's because they don't speak the same dialect of like <laughs> the Colorado mountain conditions. They don't right. They don't see the altitude. They don't understand the 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 fear response that you have when you're at that altitude, right? So, what happens when the girls are finally admitting that they've hit their limits? They get mocked for it. Um. There's no empathy. 
<laughs> which is what you needed at the time, even if it was irrational, even if millions of other people do the same road every day. Exactly. Even if there's no <laughs> snow and it's perfect weather. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to rub it in a little bit, but it doesn't matter. It was. The no, point. I was talking to one the of my point. friends in the park and I was saying, you know, it's like, this was yeah. what was funny about it, right? It was like, it was the yeah. like, easiest drive <laughs> possible for that road. And I still. But it doesn't matter. Yeah. Does it? No. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. It can it can look easy for everyone else. It can be something that terrifies you. Right. Um, sometimes the terrifying things are easy and the easy things are terrifying, isn't it? Yep. So, uh, yeah, and that's when you need that's when you need the men around you guiding you, regardless of how you're behaving. You could look like a crazy, demented. Uh, meth-addled monkey driving an SUV and you it doesn't matter you require calm guidance to get you down off the mountain that's the that's the that's that should be the expectation for women in our culture it shouldn't be a rarity it shouldn't be the exception it should be the expectation yeah when I'm when I'm trying to I actually when we were driving home from um Texas in August and I at one point I'm trying to back up my car because where we were in the, the motel parking lot and stuff and there's an older man started helping direct me so that I could see where to go and I'm like I like it because <laughs> he saw I was yeah. having a little bit of difficulty figuring out what the other car was that I wasn't going to run in and it's like you know he just very calmly helped me back and I'm like I this is good Right. Yeah. I didn't find it insulting. He was there. To, he was stepping in to help me when I was in. in... And I can't I don't understand. I, and I clearly I'm old enough and I'm from the South and there's enough of a culture still there in the South where women have a sense that men will do things, skilled things for them mm. and not to make them into, you know, helpless, you know, will little, you know, that's the city. Right. We're used to having to deal with, you know, extreme conditions and, you know, ranching and stuff like that. But on the other hand, yeah. we want them, you know, we need the men to be able to take care of the really difficult stuff because we're going to reach a limit. And that's that's the partnership, right? That's the 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 masculine and feminine partnership that this somehow is evaporated. I, I have been thinking about that, you know, it's like how it, 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 I could expect it more of the men my dad's age. And, I, I, you know, I think some of the men my age still have it. I'm wondering whether some of the men younger, I mean, Mel, Mel and her husband are younger than I am. So there's hope, right? That that maybe it's coming back gently somewhere. But it the, the sort of Ken trampling on everything is really frustrating. Mm. Um, I wish I was this hopeful. Mm. Uh, my experience in COVID during the Australian <laughs> <laughs> response to COVID uh, essentially evaporated my expectation that the women were going to be taken care of by the men. The majority of the protests were run by the women. Yeah. Majority of the people on the streets were women. And uh, we had... Uh, uh, I mean, this is like the the perfection of the Enlightenment, empiricism and scientific approach to cultural creation mm. down here in Australia. So everything that happens here, I mean, we're like a test tube of the Enlightenment. 
And uh, Australia was feminist before anyone knew what feminism was. That's the convict culture, gold rush era culture. The majority of the women down here started off as convicts and prostitutes in the cold gold mine towns, you know. So very, very independent, very tough women. And uh, it's it set the precedent for everybody. What happened in 2020, 2021, uh, you know, we we were being shot at by uh, large armed uh heavily heavily protected uh uniformed men you're being shot at by men who should have been protecting you yes 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 we were being sprayed with chemicals and shot at and and uh <laughs> and chased with the uh, with horses you know yeah. huge very very large horses that they use for the for the cavalry uh units and uh I mean, people were good. They were taking care of each other in that situation. But uh, the it, it, I, I don't know if I'm explaining this very well. COVID was that mountain for a lot of people in Australia. Right. Uh, it was the it was the point which everything was breaking. The disintegration of civilization happened in 2020. Because everything that exists to sustain life was suspended. And people were, uh, people were as you were on top of this horrendous high altitude uh, peak with a thin atmosphere around them. And, uh, no, uh, I, don't, I don't think the Kens understand it, that a lot of women had no one to call to ask them to help. There was nobody to call. Right. The people that they were supposed to be able to call were enforcing the, uh, the, the horror and dismissing their, their terror or increasing it purposefully. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, we had people in your chat room that were mocking me because I was talking about what was going on at the time. Mm -hmm. Remember, uh, and I wish I remember for now, you know, uh, saying that I was problematic because I was complaining about it. <laughs> I mean, you either want women that are going to be vulnerable and who need men, or you don't. When women are vulnerable and they admit that they need men and they need masculine leadership, you can't mock them for it. If you feel insufficient because they're they're asking for help, that's that's a that's a different story. But the 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 consequences of the the lockdowns and the policies down here it it, it evaporated completely, shattered any expectation I have that Western men are even close to being guardrails for the women in the civilization. It's gone. My 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 last hope for it evaporated in 2021. To be honest, and I'm not cynical, right. but I've seen it. I've seen what's happening. Uh, when there's a crisis, the women carried everything alone. In many well, cases. it's interesting you say. So th th we have the the mining people, the mining and the the convicts and the prostitutes there, and that's uh, the West here mm. too, right? That's that's where our, mm -hmm. our parallel is. Um, yeah, that side of the divide. Yeah, and the and and that the other thing mm. being the, the the miner the mining peoples include a lot of Irish. 
Yes. Um, they also interestingly include Italians. Um, my cousins mm-hmm. were also saying Croatians. There's a lot of Croatians. But the Italians who were working in the mines in Colorado are, in fact, the reason that we have Columbus Day in the United States. Um, because uh-huh. in the 20s, there were, there were some, I, I think maybe there was, one of my neighbors told me this once, there was a, a disaster in a mine. And th- there was some kind of, Columbus Day was put in as a recognition for the Italians. But it was because they were there as miners. So mm-hmm. this, I mean, it, it, I think all of the, you know, it comes back around to, we have this, there's these mountains, there's the extreme, you know, apparently what you know, like, my, one of my cousins is a biker, right? So he biked to the party, <laughs> um, that, uh, a mere 25 miles in the mountains, um, that there's the military up there, there's the mining, there's the, the landscape, there's the physical difficulties. I, this was, this was very easy weather in, in September, right? Mm. What it's like there when it snows. Oh my goodness. I don't know. And I live in Chicago, (laughs) right? Where we get blizzards and, you know, two feet deep, Mm. deep snow. So it is interesting. It's like what happened to our humanity of our, of, of the masculinity and femininity within this landscape, within this world, within this culture. And I'm driving around in this very, you know, sophisticated car that can talk to me. I don't use Siri on my phone usually. <laughs> it's like dog, talking texts while I'm driving because I'm so nervous about the road and then realizing yeah. how, you know, in, 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 uh, as we've been talking about, insulated in this machine, which is going to carry mm-hmm. me over this mountain. Mm. I don't know whether we had the way out of it, but I know I was really happy to have Mel and her husband talking me down off that pass. And I'm Mm -hmm. sure that all of these layers that we've been unpacking is saying it is, I, I hadn't like put it together quite until I was saying it's like listening to the Messiah as I drive over Monarch. (laughs) That's yes. (laughs) That's pretty good. (laughs) It is wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The Lord who talks us down off the mountain. Yeah. 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 It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. Well, the, uh, the, the women are not going to be screamed off the mountain and they're all on one now. Yep. Up there with the and all, I, all, all I'm seeing is that, yeah, well, all I'm seeing is the, 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 the hatred and the, everyone wants to scream at them. They're, they're insane. Their limbic systems are activated. It's not a, it's not a, 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 a rational or a calculated response to the world that they're living in now. They're terrified. Yeah. So screaming, you can't scream, you can't scream terrified people down off a ledge like this and expect them to get down. <laughs> um, exactly. Yeah. So that was my yeah. story of going over yeah. the mountain. It's wonderful. <laughs> and the thing that I learned at the top. You got down. <laughs> and then threw oh, up. You'll be going again. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and the thing is, I'm, uh, the, what's, what's, you know, obviously, I'm, I'm certainly not an extreme sport person, although I did ski and stuff like that, and I do fence and, 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 and such. But I want to go back, yeah. right? It, it, that, that having, mm-hmm. I don't want to drive that pass again. I've please no let somebody else drive it because my vertigo is real and i and i realized in the the driving home or back to the airport the next day um i I really a lot of it's a perceptual thing 
Mel said she calls this the witchy mountain syndrome, which I was like, that makes sense. The mountains are so big that it, when you're looking up at them and then you're looking at the cars in front of you as you're driving, your the scale is like, wait, how far away is that car? Oh, yes. Like everything yes. is, you can't tell how far away anything is. You can't tell how big anything mm -hmm. is because the there's just so your vast. Your death perception is eliminated. Your death perception is, 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 is crashed. And, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm wondering whether, if, you know, if you spend more time in the mountains, you get like your brain learns how to calibrate but i'm sure there's a metaphor in that too. <laughs> yeah. we're so we're so i mean and, and again it's like you know i got home chicago i'm used to chicago i'm used to chicago sizes of buildings and cars and vistas and traffic and population and such um I'm obviously used to the size of everything here. Like I'm used to my yeah. own car and how big it is around me. And yeah. all of this was taking me out of that re familiar frame. Yeah, you've lost your dimensions. Yeah. Yeah. Which we clearly need to do in order to have, you know, transformative experiences. So climb that mountain, even if you're scared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure that's part of this lesson. Well, definitely. The problem is what happens when you can't come down? What happens when you get to the top and you don't think you can come down again? Who are you going to call? <laughs> well, Annie's saying, Christ have mercy. Mary, help us. Mm. Yes. We are learning how to trust in our Lord. Mm. So who wants to go drive on the mountain with me now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing yeah. that. <laughs> I, 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 I honestly don't know if I can do it. My limbic system just doesn't want to do it, but I desperately want to go back now. It was so beautiful and it was exhilarating to be quite so on the edge. We need mm -hmm. there. We need to be there too. All right. Well, thank you all for traveling with me over the mountain and we're never going to tell you about Theophilus. We're just going to keep promising one day we will. <laughs> we'll get there eventually. <laughs> Maybe. Don't sell your soul to the devil. We'll get there eventually. All right. Good night.